Hi, welcome back to another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. Today in this episode, I'm going to be answering a question that I often get, and that is, how is or where do I find the energy to do all the things that I do and still come across as I still have plenty of energy left to keep going? So today I thought I will share with you the 10 tips on how I generate my own energy. How do I keep high levels of energy throughout the day, throughout the week to be able to do all the things and feel accomplished and fulfilled? Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. So how do I generate my own energy? I want to start by saying that when we talk about personal energy, we or I am referring to three levels of energy. I'm referring to physical energy, mental energy, and emotional energy. I truly believe that we need all three of these to give our best throughout the day, throughout the week. And I've learned that there's no one source that we can go to to get our energy. Some people tell me, oh, I drink coffee in the morning. That's how I get energy to kick my day. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But what I truly believe is that you need and you can generate your own energy. Throughout the day, there's ups and downs in our levels of energy. And we can be intentional on how to increase our levels of energy when we feel that they're depleting. So today, as I said, I'm going to share the 10 things that I personally do to generate my own energy and to keep those levels of energy high so I can do all the things that I need to do and feel fulfilled at the end of the day. So let's dig into those 10 tips. Number one, take care of yourself. From my perspective, there are seven key components on this section. Number one is your nutrition, making sure that you're eating healthy and balanced. Number two, moving your body for at least 30 minutes a day. It doesn't have to be anything sophisticated or crazy. Maybe for you, it's just taking a walk around the block. But move your body. We need to move our bodies in order to generate energy. Number three, drink at least half of your body weight in ounces of water. If you do some more intense workouts, I would suggest that you even drink more than that. But as a minimum, aim to drink half of your body weight in ounces of water. Drinking water is very important. When we are dehydrated, 
our energy depletes. So you want to make sure that you stay hydrated throughout your day. Number four, stretching. A lot of people avoid the stretching part when exercising. If you're lifting weights or doing other types of exercise, your muscles need to stretch. When they stretch, they also generate energy. Number five, I call this one meditation, praying, or even self-reflection. All these are things that are going to help you get the mental and emotional energy that you're looking for. Finally, number six, sleep. Sleep is very important. As adults, we need to sleep six to eight hours every day. It's during this time that when we're sleeping that our bodies are recharging. Have you ever felt like sluggish, tired, just waking up in the morning? Probably it's because you didn't have a good night's sleep. Having good quality sleep is key to refuel our bodies and generate energy to kickstart our day. Number two, identify the things that ignite your energy and the things that deplete your energy. For this, I want to ask you in the next couple of days to pay very close attention to what are the activities, the things that ignite your energy throughout the day. Some of the things that typically fall in this bucket include sense of accomplishment, the things that you're passionate about. Also, I encourage you to identify the things that deplete your energy. What are those activities that after we do them, we feel depleted? We feel like we've lost a lot of our energy. If you have read the book Strength Finder, and you've taken the assessment that comes with that book, I suggest that you go back and take a look at what were identified as your strengths. Because those strengths are going to be your energy building activities. Also, I want you to think about whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. I think that whether you're one or the other, the ways that we re-energize are a little bit different. If you, like me, are an introvert, after a day of lots of social interactions, you probably are just craving to have some alone time. And it's in that alone time that you're able to, again, recharge. On the contrary, if you are an extrovert and you've been working by yourself for long hours just in front of your computer, you might be craving social interactions because that's how you refuel your energy. That for you might look like going to a happy hour or having family or friends over at home or go, even go to a party. For me as an introvert, that would be the last thing that I would want to do after feeling depleted during my day. Number three, now that you know what are those things, make sure that you always have an energy building activity built into your calendar. What do I mean by this? Basically, what I'm suggesting is that you make sure that you're intentional to every day have at least one igniting energy activity built in your calendar. 
When do you want to build those activities? That is a great question because I believe that when you build those activities in your day has a big impact on you being able to maintain high levels of energy. So for me, typically there are three times during the day that I want to make sure that I have those building activities built in my calendar. Number one is at the beginning of the day. If I start my day with an activity that is building and igniting my energy, I'm most likely to keep high levels of energy throughout the day. Number two, after an energy depleting activity. So for example, if I have in my calendar a meeting that I know is going to be stressful, that I know it's going to be draining my energy, I want to make sure that the activity right after that meeting is something that ignites my energy. I know it's not always possible to schedule things in the order that you want because a lot of times your agenda is not fully controlled by you. But I encourage you to be mindful on when you schedule certain things throughout the day and that you get in control of your agenda, that you get in control of your calendar and you move things around in order to order things in such a way that you know that you're going to have those energy building activities when you need them most. Lastly, I like to schedule an energy building activity right after lunch. After eating lunch, you sometimes probably feel tired and ready for a nap. I've been there a lot of times. That is when and why you want to build an energy building activity at that point. As I mentioned, sometimes it's not easy to control your calendar because things get scheduled for you. But if you have blocked an hour or half an hour, whatever that time is for lunch, and for me, I consistently schedule or block one hour in my calendar every day for lunch. Of course, it doesn't take me an hour to eat lunch. And a lot of times I don't use the full hour. Okay. Most of the time I don't, but having that time blocked in my calendar allows me to have lunch and then an energy building activity right after and before I need to run to my next meeting. Number four, take breaks throughout the day. We need breaks. Our brains are not designed to go nonstop all day. There are studies that show that high-performance, successful people take breaks every 50 minutes. I know it sounds like a lot, but when I'm talking about breaks, I'm talking about two to three-minute breaks. I would suggest that you build some of the following activities in those two to three-minute breaks. Stand up, move your body, walk. For me, this looks like going to the restroom or going to refill my water bottle, which also helps me hit my water intake goal every day. Change environments. If I've been sitting in my office for the last hour or two, I like to stand up and walk to a different part of the building or go talk to someone. Sometimes I just close my eyes where I am and I take 10 deep breaths. 
After doing this little exercise, I set intentions for the next block of time. Let's say that I have a meeting right after that. Well, I'll try to visualize how do I want that meeting to go? What do I want the output of the meeting to be? What do I want my level of energy to be when I enter the room or throughout the meeting? How am I going to interact with others? Setting intentions before an interaction or a meeting not only helps us recharge our energy, but it helps us to be more intentional and more productive during that next block of time. Sometimes my two to three minute breaks are just the walk in between meeting A and meeting B. In the past, during that walk in between meetings, I would go over my to-do list. My brain would not stop going through that list of all the things that I needed to do and accomplish, which just increased my level of stress before going to that next meeting. Now I use that time to set intentions for the next meeting. Another thing that I find helps increase the levels of energy is to read a quote. Reading a motivational quote can inspire us, motivate us, and when we are inspired and motivated, we have higher levels of energy. A lot of times in my morning routine, I would identify a quote that would inspire me for that day. So reconnecting with that quote helps me to re-energize. Number five, establish a consistent morning and evening routine. I'm not going to go into the details of how to establish a consistent morning routine. If you want to learn more about this, I encourage you to go back and listen to episode number four of this podcast. I dedicated that full episode to my morning routine and the seven things that I intentionally built into that routine. At that time, I only talked about my morning routine, but having an evening routine, it's also very important. On point number one, when we were talking about taking care of ourselves, one of the aspects that I talked about was sleep. Getting enough quality sleep and having a consistent evening routine can help you increase that quality of your sleep. Make sure that you build into your evening routine activities that help you slowly shut down so you can fall asleep quicker and stay asleep throughout the night. Some ideas of things that you can include in your evening routine include brushing your teeth, which you probably already do, reading a book or turning off your electronics an hour or two before going to bed. Self-reflection also can be very helpful. One thing that I like to do um, is a brain dump. What do I mean by that? Well, if you are like me, my brain can shut down. If I have a lot of things going on on a particular point in time, my brain will just keep going and thinking of all the things that I need to do, reminding me not to forget about something or start already thinking about the next new project that I want to get involved in. I like to have a notebook next to my bed. And before going to bed, I just write down all those things. 
All those things that are going through my mind at that time. I call this a brain dump. When I'm talking about a routine, what I'm referring to is a series of steps that are always happening in the same sequence or order that can help you increase the quality of your sleep, that can allow you to have a better rest and re-energize so you have more energy to start the next day. Okay. We just made it halfway through the list. So let's recap where we are so far. So we said, activity number one was take care of yourself. We talk about things like nutrition and moving your body and drinking water, stretching, meditating, praying, self-reflection, and sleep. Number two, we talked about identifying the things that ignite your energy and the things that deplete your energy. Number three, we said that we will make sure that we always have energy building activities built in our calendars. Number four, we talk about taking breaks throughout the day. Number five, establishing a consistent morning and evening routine. Okay, let's jump into number six. Stay optimistic and find the right side on every situation. When we stay optimistic, we're most likely to have higher levels of energy than when we are on a pessimistic mindset. So making a conscious effort to stay optimistic is key to keep those high levels of energy. But what do I mean by staying optimistic? I'm not suggesting that you're positive and happy and cheerful all the time every day. That would not be realistic. On the contrary, what I'm suggesting is that you go into every situation thinking on a realistic way, but focusing on what might be the best potential output of every situation. When we go into a situation thinking on what might go wrong, that pessimistic mindset drains our energy. On the contrary, if you're focused on what can go right, what can be the best potential output, how would success look like, what would happen if things happen the way that you're planning or better than what you're planning, then two things will happen. One, your levels of energy are going to increase, but two, you're also going to increase the probabilities of achieving that positive outcome. Number seven, have you ever felt that the more busy that you are, the more stress that you have, the more that you accomplish, the more energy you have to keep going at knocking things off your list? Well, I'm not suggesting that you increase your levels of stress in any way. But what I am suggesting is that you start your day knocking off a few things off your list, like first thing in the morning. When you're able to create that feeling of accomplishment because you've closed an activity or crossed something off your list, that fuels your energy. That gives you the push of energy that you need to kick off your day. Number eight, listen to some music. Yes, music. Listening to upbeat music can increase your levels of energy. 
Every morning before I work out, I listen to some upbeat music. That, together with my pre-work supplement, is the bomb. It gives me the energy to push through my workout and start my day full of energy. Sometimes on my drive to work, if I feel my energy levels are a little lower than usual, I will turn up the volume and listen to some upbeat music. During the day, when I'm taking one of those breaks, sometimes I just put my earplugs and listen to some music. It's unbelievable how just a little of music can give you that boost of energy that you need. Number nine supplements. In the intro of this episode, I mentioned how some people go to coffee as a source of energy to kick off their days. Caffeine is one of those supplements that can help you boost your energy. But caffeine can be tricky. If taking late in the day, while it can give you that short-term boost of energy, it can jeopardize your long-term energy for the remaining of the day and into the following day, as it can impact negatively the quality of your sleep. There are many other supplements out there that can help you boost and maintain high levels of energy. I'll start by sharing the following disclaimer. Before you start taking any supplements, consult with your doctor. There are supplements that can help you control your levels of stress. There are also pre-work supplements that can help you give a boost of energy to get through your workout and get that boost of energy to start your day. There are even supplements that can help you have a better night's sleep or stay focused throughout the day. Finally, number 10. Measure your energy. Self-awareness on whether you're generating energy or consuming energy is key. You have identified early on the activities that build your energy and the activities that deplete your energy. You can build this measurement of your energy levels in your evening routine. It takes only a couple of minutes. On a scale from 1 to 10, assess how were your levels of energy during the day. Think about what were the things, the activities that ignite your energy and the activities that depleted your energy during the day. Then take a quick look at your calendar and plan ahead for the next day. What can you do? How can you move things around? What Additional things can you add into your day to make sure that you have higher levels of energy the next day. Okay, let's recap those 10 things that we talked about. Number one, we talk about taking care of yourself. Number two, identify the things that ignite your energy and the things that deplete your energy. Number three, make sure that you always have an energy building activity built into your calendar. Number four, take breaks throughout the day. Number five, establish a consistent morning and evening routine. Number six, stay optimistic and find the right side of things. Number seven, start your day knocking off a few things off your list. Number eight, listen to music. Number nine, supplements. And number 10, measure your levels of energy. 
I hope that you found this 10 tips helpful. I hope that you find ideas and inspiration of little things that you can change or incorporate in your day to help you generate and keep high levels of energy. As always, if you like this episode, I would ask you that you go to Apple Podcast and leave me a review. Also, please share this episode with anyone that you think can benefit from today's content. And with that, I hope that you have an amazing and high energy day. And I'm looking forward to talk to you again on another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast.